Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to, sports, investing, and business, by identifying their mental and practical habits, routines, and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. So please enjoy and take notes. Hello, everyone. This is Sagaf's podcast. My name is Bedr Amin. And today our guest is Hamdal Fardan. She is the owner of Milk Bakery. Hamdal, thank you for joining us. Um, it's a thank pleasure you for having, me. having you. You're most welcome. You would like to start with, can you kindly explain to us or not explain to us, talk about yourself, who is Hamdal Fardan in, in a nutshell? Okay, so as I said, like I, I usually I stick to my business self or the working self. Yeah. So I am Hamda. I graduated as an interior designer actually before, and I worked as an interior events designer for a while, and uh, then I left my work for a while, trying to find another job. I uh, started a little. I'd say a project from home just to spend some time. And that's how milk came to life. Okay. You also told me before that, I'm going to elaborate on what you just said. You had, before starting milk bar or milk bakery, you had a job, an eight to five job, right? Yeah, I I did, yeah. And you, you recommended a person that it is good for them to have that eight to five job to work in teams, to have um, a manager and what's not. And then you have done the transition. When did you do that transition from, from let's say, the, the, the choice of going with your own project, even if it was a side and unexpected one? I think it's, it's a time that I wanted to create a balance in my life. Because uh, once you get into, like I used to work eight to five and coming back home, I didn't have time for anything else. I was exhausted. I was tired. My... My job was hectic because we were interior designers. So, you know, the design takes a lot of effort. Honestly, like I appreciate designers because the mental work that you put in, no one sees that, but you kill yourself from the inside. It's not killing, you have to enjoy it. But then in, in it, you have a timeline and you have all of that. So uh, I've noticed that I spend a, most of my time uh, at work and um, my other, like, your other life, I mean, you're not only an employee, you know, you have other jobs in life and everything starts falling apart if most of your time is at work. Uh, so I decided that d- this doesn't work for me. It's not what I I want to spend my whole life doing. And you said that you're an ex- exploratory person and at the time you were into baking and then you just s- started that small type of a project from home and then... You didn't expect that high demand for it, right? Yeah, like as I told you, because this was not in my mind at all. As I like, I've as I told you, like being I've I've been um, very good. Like I was an A student in school. I graduated with a high GPA. So the expectancy that people put is sometimes it, it's good and it's um, it's a good part of motivating you to that you know I could do this I could do this but it also sometimes 
makes you go in the, I wouldn't say wrong direction. I always appreciate everything I've done before. So yeah, so so when I left home, I was actually looking for another job. Okay. I was in the hunt. I was going for interviews, going here and there. And it just, it wasn't working. It wasn't like I couldn't um, get into certain places or I, I didn't want certain places. And I couldn't stay at home doing nothing. So although I had like an everyday juggle at home and all of that, but then I had to do, a, like I had to fill that workspace. Uh, and I used to love exploring things. I, I usually, because that's what design is. So I had a small kitchen and I started baking things and doing things. And I loved how it was, actually baking is very challenging. Like it it has its own challenge. It might, some people might look down to it, but it's, um, I used to get into, for example, cookies and I'm like, you know what? I would explore the best cookie out there. And this is how I started doing it. And then I started baking for the family. And uh, the family started ordering. They're like, we cannot find this out. So can you, can you make something? And you can make. My brother was actually he's he's a football player, so he used to get like a box of box of cookies for his friends in the in the football uh, in their team. And he started asking me like, can you do more? Can you do more? Every every time they win, their team uh, his team would say, can you get us a box of cookies? And then I would have to sit and do like, you know, like 100 pieces of cookies just to send mm. to them. Um, so he's like, why don't you just make it a business? But I'm like, you know, how can I make a business? I am, you know, the, the perception in, in, in our minds is like, but I am looking for an interior design job. I want to be an interior designer. But he's like, you know what? You're doing nothing now. So just get into the kitchen and make money with whatever you have. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Exactly. Sometimes your ego is like, I don't want to end up in a kitchen. But you know, that's, that's how it is. But I got into the kitchen and I put my, you put effort there and you put work. I'm like, let's do this for now until I find another job. It was always this. Like it was always, for me, it's just a transition period. But then it started to grow. I didn't have time to do anything. Family were ordering and then actually my brother and sister, they were the ones that were like, you're overthinking things. Just do it and see how it is. So I started taking orders from other people as well. And the demand was like, we couldn't take because I was working. I was working alone. I was working literally for, let's say, 22 hours a day because I slept for two or three hours and I'd wake up all over again to work. I take orders. I take the phone calls. I take the messages. I would um, bake the things and then put them, you know, arrange them, send them out with the driver. It was a total full-time job. And I'm like, I left to create a balance. And now, you know, the balance is messed up all over again. Yeah. But that, that's how I, it's like, it was kind of, I liked what I was doing because it's a job as well. It fills my time. And uh, when you see that there is a demand. So this is how it started. Like, uh, we did find the demand in the market. So if I'm going to go back to a couple of points that you have mentioned is that you were looking for a job and then you had that perception of yourself and people had that perception of you that you're a high achiever and then you wanted to achieve something. And in, yeah. in, the, in the time or, or the space of time that you had, you have started something on the side 
and then that transition or let's say due to the fact that you're expecting high of yourself and that pressure made you achieve something out of nothing it could be the the cookie or 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 the project that you worked on and then with the motivation of the brothers and sisters you ended up having the actual high demand into place if you go back let's say um i want to ask you about something that let's say fast forwarded to recent times right you have now milk bakery three years how many how many years is it now three years four years three years yeah three yeah years. we're, we're... Three years we completed three years, so this is our fourth year going. So yeah, the going into the fourth year. But that's and... as a shop. That's as a shop. Okay. From full, it was since 2017. 2017. Yes. All right, that's interesting. So if I get and I want to reach to something that you have mentioned earlier to me as well is that after the third year you have to redesign and you took the risk of changing the theme in a way and you said it's either. It will be great or it will be bad, if you remember, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> like, so, this, was, this was harder than starting the business. That's true. Can you elaborate more on that, please? <laughs> See, it's not changing the theme. It's exact. It's what I wanted the theme to be. I like. I've noticed working uh, in milk that I don't want. I I'm I'm not. I don't enjoy the whole. You know, like corporate life and all of that. I like the simple life. I like life where people do things from scratch. They do it um, with their own hands. They And I like this kind of life. So I wanted to bring that field here with milk as I started. But you know, as as they say, like when you build your first house, you, you have, you know, nothing. But then if you, then when you settle in the house and you see the mistakes and you see all of that, then you're like, okay, if I did this, it would be better if I did that, if I did that. And this is what happened with the renovation. I think it's more, maybe I couldn't do because now as a business, you have to consider a lot of aspects. You have to consider the the money aspect as well. So you cannot just go like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. But no, you have to be very specific at what you want and you have to do the changes smartly in a way that you would not affect the business because it's still a running business and you don't want to close for a long time but yeah it, it's more i wouldn't say 100 percent like i want it to be milk is not even i i always say it's not even like 30 percent of what i want it to be but it's a journey it's a journey and um and now it's more closer to the look that i wanted it to be and yeah the other renovation was was because everyone was against the renovation they're like you're doing fine everything is fine and I'm like, but it's not telling who it is. Milk is not saying what we wanted to say to people. And this was the risk is that all this money on the renovation in that same spot, is it the right decision or is it the wrong decision? How would people see it? They still have people coming in and they still like the look of it. And so is this the right decision to put this amount of money in this place or no? So this was the challenge for me because... Honestly, I do things without overthinking them. But when you're in a business and you have partners, you have to think on their behalf as well. And did the change came up in the great way or on the other way? I actually think it is. No, no, it is. Like I got I got a lot of good comments and I, I'm happy with that because if I'm happy, believe me, I'm not a very, like I'm an easygoing person when it comes to 
you know, I don't overarrange myself or overthink things, but I'm a visual person. If I don't like the place, I will never sit in it. And for me, I think even the demand increased. There's more walk-in customers, which is like before we used to have more deliveries. Now people like to come and they like to sit in the place. Hmm. And um, I can, I think they do understand the story more a little bit. So yeah, I would say, I would say definitely that was a right decision. All right. So if I'm going to recap, you basically visualized it and you have seen yourself set, sitting in your own coffee shop and you have catered the coffee shop to your own, let's say, set of tastes and requirements, right? And then hopefully if you have other designers or people who are similar or have the same perception as you have, then the demand will follow. Uh, yes, I, I believe in that. Right. And I believe that, yeah. Now, if is there an advice you remind yourself with? There is a lot, yeah. There's a lot, a lot. Because, uh, but I think the main thing, if I would say one main thing, is that we are just here for, we are in this life for a little while hmm. and we're leaving. Hmm. So it's it's worth it. It, it, it. it actually arranges a lot of things. This This thing arranges a lot of things in your life because you take risks. There's nothing to lose because, you know, life is short. But then you don't overestimate uh, yourself or you don't overthink or you don't. I mean, everything by this idea, you, you know that everything shall pass. It helps mm. you in all aspects of life. The work stress, the issues with, with people, your everyday struggles, the disappointments. It makes life easier when you know that, well, nothing is worth it. And I will live this life to the fullest and I will take the risk. And I would uh, try to help other people with that. And But then, yeah, I think that's, that's the most important advice that everything, if I have any other thing, it, this would be the base and every other thing falls under it. You know, Hamda, you reminded me of, um, I was listening to a podcast and uh, I'm going to, let's say, I won't quote unquote on it because I don't remember the exact words. Um, they were talking about if, if a person's life is like a book, right? And then um, you have this 1,000 pages of a book. And then every person, and let's say every every page is, is some, some 10,000 or 100 years or, or what's not, right? Then imagine a person's life cycle, if it is that, half a page or let's say even only one page out of that 1000 pages and then this shows how short-lived we are as humans comparing ourselves to the to the bigger milky way exactly, <laughs> exactly. To, right to, to the to life to the milky way <laughs> to, to everything around you like yeah. you you have to you have to be you have to remember that you have to be humble to who you are and a lot of things that, let's say, a lot of challenges that we may face, it could be, let's say, um, on spot, it could it could take a month, a year or whatever. But then that span is not really that big in comparison to to the bigger picture. And hence, then exactly. it, it, it gives you a perspective exactly. on, on how things or how you should perceive things. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, speaking of which, when challenges hit, 
right? And I know uh, the coffee industry can be very rewarding and it's highly competitive. And then challenges are everywhere. It could be in the coffee industry or in, in your own personal life. What questions would you ask yourself or what would you do? Now, I know that there is that sort that you have to take risks that you're all not living for long. That's for sure. But is there anything <laughs> else that you would add to the formula? <laughs> See, if you, you're faced with challenges, you have to take them. Because that's what life is. Like, it's a challenge after a challenge. And once you are okay with that, but then you would, yes, you would feel, you, there would be fears sometimes. There would be some failures. You would do some things wrong or you'd be faced with situations that are... I used to resist and I used to be upset and used to be angry at the beginning. And I didn't know because I think doing that is just yourself not knowing how to deal with it. And I would allow like if something really big happened, I'd be more... Because I'm very hard on myself. So I think I would just sometimes if huge things happened or unexpected things happened. I'd give myself a day or two to just, you know, like give myself time to be miserable, <laughs> to feel miserable. Because at the end, we are human beings. To digest so, it, this um, is not what you mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just, usually my, I usually like run away from things when they are, when they're bothersome. But then I, so this is the time I give myself, I don't know, I would just sleep all day long or whatever. But before I used to beat myself on, you're wasting time, but it's okay. Now it's okay. And then, but the most important thing after doing that to yourself is that bouncing back, I would say. Mm. Bouncing back is the most important thing that I have learned in this, this industry. Like if you're going to go into entrepreneurship or you're having your small, I always say like, even if you're having your small bakery, it's just a small business. It's a family business. And this is how I like it. But then it has a lot of challenges. It's a huge, the F&B now is a huge industry. Like people are like, how did you get into the biggest industry in Dubai now? Mm. And I'm like, I, I didn't know it's going to be a big industry, you know? <laughs> I, I didn't know that I, I wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be the simple life where we bake out of scratch and all of that dreamy kind of look. Mm. So no, you would have to face the real life. But I think the most important thing that I have learned is to bounce back, make, try to make it faster. And uh, you have to bounce back alone. There is, you know, there's this actually thing that goes on Instagram. And then like, uh, it goes around, the, um, like, no one is coming for you. No one is helping you. No one is doing that. You know, you, I don't know if you've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is true because especially if you have your own job, no one cares. No one cares as, as much as you do. Hmm. So you will have to push yourself hard. You will have to say, this is life and you will have to bounce back from every um, disappointment or failure or whatever that comes your way. So is there a specific habit that you have that will help you to bounce back? I try to do several things in a day that would first start the day with. Bouncing back, uh, reading helps a lot. It helps a lot. It, it feels like I would go, uh, I usually, for example, if I'm in a bad place, I would go find a book that talks about the place I am, whether it's, for example, uh, work-wise, health-wise, people like family or, or dealing with people-wise, I would always pick a book. And, and I understand now that reading a book is like talking to a friend. So you would just talk to someone who knows better than you in that. Mm. So that's, that's what I usually do. And what I do in general is that 
I make sure that I do my exercise routine. So whatever happens, I would stick to that because that's my, I use it as a stress reliever. Hmm. All right. Since you mentioned the ex- routine that you have, now you have a full-time job as an owner, right? And you have partners with you, I'm assuming. Do you have anything that will boost your productivity or that would keep you going to keep you up to date with the high paced and quite frequent changing industry that you are in? Is there something that would you would do to help you more be productive and innovative? Travel. Okay. For some, you know, for like, some reason, I'm everyone actually, has no. that answer. A I'm lot actually, of people got that answer as a travel. Like you have to travel for, to innovate. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've heard because, the word travel. Because, you know, you don't have time. When yeah. you're here, a million times. <laughs> because, actually, that's my what my dad says always. Because my dad handles his own job and he does everything. Like he does it by himself. He's like a totally different person than whoever you need. Okay. Uh, but I know understand why he says that he used to say let's travel because i need a break i'm like just chill and have a break and he's like no i need to travel Mm. why is that mostly i think why you always get that answer because once you're in the city or in the country your mind will always be with your job you're you're and they always know where to get you and uh, you can't you just can't since you're there you would pass by or you would go check the the day-to-day um, problems or the day-to-day challenges that come along. Mm. And you won't have time to like you, how you would you be innovative if you're in this struggles and stresses of everyday life? You have to get out of it. Mm. And uh, it's not easy for us because I would say maybe sometimes what I do is that I try to focus on if I want to get out of it and I can't travel at that time, I would go back to prayers and I would go back to reading Quran, but mindfully just to bring myself down because I think it's not in this, at this time, um, you don't have to tell people work harder or, or achieve this and achieve that because everyone is so motivated. What we lack now is to calm down, is to get back to our normal, quiet life. Mm-hmm. And this, if you go quiet, I've heard, I've read once that for you to achieve or work, you have to do the work. Yes. But then for you to innovate, uh, to innovate or bring up new ideas or all, it doesn't come from the mind. So the more you struggle with the mind, you will not get anything out of it. It comes hmm. from the soul. Hmm. So if you take a time away or you take a time to relax or you take time in nature, nature is also a huge uh, thing for me. If I'm in the city, I would go to the beach or I'd love when my family say we'll go to the uh, desert. It's an amazing place. And I think you have to calm down and able to to be more innovative. All right. Um, Would there be any beliefs or habits, could be one, could be three, um, that others should adopt? Um, I think, honestly, the most important thing that I personally have learned and and tell people, uh, my friends or family, first, you have to take care of yourself. Hmm. You have to take uh, care of yourself health-wise, is mind-wise, right? Or like intellectually, like you'll have to teach yourself things uh, spiritually. You have to take care of yourself. That's the most important thing. You have to know that you have uh, three, four, I don't know how many aspects, but like spiritual is one 
one. Your mind is another. Your health is another. So take care of yourself so you'll be able to give. And um, the second would be uh, enjoy life and help others because you don't live alone. And when when we get into entrepreneurship and achieving and all of that, people tend to forget that we're not alone. Uh, my success, if, my, if I'm successful, but people around me are miserable, this is not success. If I'm successful at work, but then my health is ruined or my, my family are not happy or this is not success. So you have to remember that um, because people won't remember your success. They will remember how you made them feel. Mm. And you um, currently I'm reading a book and it says we have to live a life of service. And that's a very important thing that we tend to forget. Mm. So I think that's also an important thing. And one more thing would be to live by the higher principles. Uh, anything that happens, you have to get back yourself to your principles, uh, to be honest to yourself and to be to people around you, to be fair, to be kind. Don't let life or situations or business, whatever, change the principles you have. Because believe me, it, it will challenge them. And um, yeah, I, basically just do good in life and good will come back to you. Hmm. All right, Hamda. We have reached the end of the podcast session. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure listening to you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bada. It was a pleasure to actually sit and talk with you. You are, um, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. You're most welcome. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.